What it do? What it do, y'all? Um, we got a crazy, crazy Super Wild Card weekend ahead of us. Um, I think the first game is at what four thirty. I think there's two games right on the on the slate. Um, yeah. I think the four thirty game, and then the um, the AFC South uh, Jaguars and um, Jaguars and uh, Chargers. Uh, and then we got the John. Uh, we have the Seahawks, 49ers, Giants, Vikings, and Ravens, um, Bengals. Um, so, yeah, let's start off with, with today's games, man. Um, so we have the first game on the, on the, on the, on the dock. Um, pull up my app. Oh, actually, Seahawks play today. My bad. Seahawks play uh, for 30 and then um, Niners, yeah, yeah. Niners play <laughs> at um, – or the Chargers play at uh eight fifteen. So yeah, so this first game, you know what I'm saying? Um Seahawks got in because basically the Packers lost against the Detroit Lions. Um if the Packers would have won, they wouldn't have made the playoffs, right? The Seahawks. Right. Yep. Yep. And that's what makes what Campbell did with the Lions that much better because they knew they were eliminated already, but they still went into that game and played like they still had a chance at the playoffs. So give them a lot of credit. Right. I think the um I think during halftime, um the like one of the the reporters asked Dan Campbell, like, what are your plans on in the second half? He was like just stopping the Packers. I mean, and that's what they did, really. I mean, I know those, yeah. that costly, um, that stupid ass like penalty by um Quay Walker. He pushed it. <laughs> he pushed the trainer. Um, that's very costly. Um, apparently, he did that. That's his, that was he did that against the Bills, I think. And then yeah. he, um, he did it. I forgot. Him. I forgot it was the same guy. So it's just it was so stupid. And then when they showed him in the tunnel, like he was so upset. It's like, right? You you did it. Nobody forced you to do it. Well, at first I thought I thought at first I thought he hit a. I mean, other than I mean, even though like I thought it was a player he 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 touched, but it was a trainer. But even even though he like like you know, if the players had his back turned, like you don't push him. And then I think the lineman um touched the trainer too. Like I don't think they caught that. Like he he I think Quay yeah, hit, yeah. bumped into yeah. him, and the lineman bumped into him too, like back to back. So, but either way, you know. um Packers are not in the playoffs. Um, now, I mean, the question is, you know, where does Aaron Rodgers go from here? Um, I heard many, many things that um, you know, he can go to the Raiders for a Niners um, or he could retire. I know one of the players wanted to have a jersey swap, but he was like, oh, I'm going to hold on to this one real tight. So It was all drama. That's what all that was. Aaron Rodgers was – uh, just it was just extra. He knew the camera was there. He knew the microphone was on. So yeah. Oh, I need to keep this one. Okay. Right. Cool. But then walking off, he you know he waited for Randall Cobb to get next to him, and they were walking off together. Then you see him look at the big board, see he's on the big board, and then he's like patting Randall Cobb on the head. I was like, come on, man. Then it follows him down the tunnel. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. 
I'm over the whole off-season dramatics with him. Like, if you're going to retire, then just go ahead and retire. I don't need a whole off-season like, will they trade him? Should he leave? I don't care. Talk about the teams that matter. They didn't make the playoffs. They weren't good enough. Even if they made it, they were going to be one and done. Cool. I'd rather see the Seahawks and the Lions in any way. Yeah. So, um, let me see. So that line, so the line. I mean, they are playing a tough team in San Fran. San Fran with, I mean, I, even though Purdy is on, um, mm-hmm. I think he's going in, going in as a starting QB, um, QB one, and a lot of storylines. I mean, you know, Smith on the Seahawks side. You know, I think this is his first playoff game, if I'm not as a starting quarterback. I believe. He's always been a backup, kind of. He started with the Jets a couple of years, but I don't know if they made the playoffs when he was the starter. I don't believe so because they've always been out of the playoffs, like these the most recent times. So I'm not sure. I think he because always been Mark Sanchez. Yeah, yeah, the good old Sanchez years. And then, then and then, then they had Fitzpatrick. They had Fitzpatrick um, for a couple of years, so. Mm-hmm. He's he's hard to back up for them too. So I, I was say safe to say that this is both QBs are it's their first playoff I guess playoff start as QB one. Even though Geno yeah, has yeah. more experience in the league, mm-hmm. um, Purdy you know Mister Irrelevant, um, you know. So but I mean I, I feel like San Fran has the better pieces, um, you know Debo Samuel. Um, Brennan Ayuk, uh, even uh, Ryan Juzak is for the fullback, uh, Chris McCaffrey. Um, then they got that defense too. So, I mean, that defense is scary. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I'm not. Sh- I, I'm not sure how the, how, how the game is going to go because do I trust Brock Purdy's like experience in the playoffs? I don't know because I mean, we haven't seen him in the playoffs and the atmosphere. But he has the pieces around him to make it happen to mm-hmm. win. Um, is the fact that under pressure, you know what I'm saying, uh, can he, you know, win? I mean, I know they're, the money line for that game is uh, nine points. Not, uh, so, San Francisco's way. So, what do you think about this game? Like, what do you see? I mean, I like the Niners. I've talked about the Niners the whole second half of the season. You know, Brock Purdy, yeah, he's inexperienced. But with Shanahan and what they've done, since Purdy's taken over, you know, Shanahan's kind of just tailored the offense to fit Purdy. So as long as Purdy stays within himself, he makes the right decision, throws it to the open guy, they'll should be they should be fine. You know, you'll see a lot of McCaffrey being used. So a lot of pressures off of Purdy. The main thing would be can Gino and the offense do enough against the Niners defense to kind of put some pressure on Purdy. If the Niners are, you know, comfortably up by a touchdown or so throughout the game, I think Purdy would be fine. If the Seahawks can score, like, first, go up like 7 nothing, then we'll see what Purdy is made of in a, you know, playoff atmosphere. You know, he'll get he'll definitely get some help with the game being in San Francisco. But, yeah, I, I just think the Niners' defense is too tough, even though – they played what, a couple of weeks ago, and the Seahawks kept it close. So I, I actually think this game might be closer than 
was a nine and a half. I mean, I would probably be leaning towards, you know, picking the Seahawks like plus nine and a half, but I think the Niners win the game. Kenneth Walker might be an important piece. They, if the Seahawks can get him going, that would definitely help. Oh, you're muted, Jordan. No, I was saying Metcalf is another piece too that they uh, on Seahawks that he, he can go off. Um, but I mean, I mean, I mean, I didn't I, like I didn't mention like George Kittle too, like you know on that side of the tight end, like he's like a he's like a Kelsey, like an Andrews, like you know reliable like middle of the field tight end that can catch catch runs to catch. Um, it's gonna be hard. I mean, I hate to say it for Dylan because Dylan, that's that's his team. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, Dylan. Um, I think Seahawks are gonna are gonna lose. But I mean, I mean, if Metcalf can go off, um, I mean Lockett can go off. That's true. Yeah, possibly they can have a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, Geno Smith, you know, he had a good. He started the season hot. You know what I'm saying? And they kind of lost a couple games here and there, but I mean, they need to. They have up a better time, but you know, deal with Samuel because he can. He can. He can run. He can. He, he can run. Um, like running back routes. Like he can. He he, he can do like the RPOs. He mm-hmm. can do a lot of different things. Um, where you know, how do you? It's kind of like. Um, to, to, to prepare for Debo Sam was like preparing for like, I'll say like a Lamar Jackson or like a Patrick Mahomes. Like, how do you prepare for a guy that's like does so many different things on you know? So, um, and then Brandon Ayuk, uh, Chris McCaffrey. You had, to, you had to throw Lamar in there. I mean, I'm just saying that like when you're no, game I, 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 I against saying. him, yeah. I mean, when you're game planning against a player like that, like how do you how, how do you like have like uh, how do you have that it's like a Debo Samuel, like, hey, how do you campaign? If you're no, you know he's gonna be in a slot, but then he's gonna be in a running back position on a on a on a wheel route. How do you mm-hmm. game plan that? You know, that he's gonna be in a slot. Then he can play, you know, on, on either side. So, I mean, it's, it's gonna be a good game. Um, the four thirty game. Um, I mean, can Pete Carroll? I mean, can Pete Carroll? You know. We'll, Will his team to a to an upset? I mean, not it's nine points is not that big of a deficit. That's like only two score, two touchdown deficit, maybe two score. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not that. I mean, I thought it'd be much higher. Maybe I thought it'd be like thirteen and a half, just the way that their, their, their offense is clicking. But mm. I mean, like who's home? It, 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 that's how we say San Fran's home, right? Yep. So. I just think it's because they played a couple of weeks ago. The game was kind of close. So, you know, the line probably came back a little bit. But nine and a half is a pretty decent spread, you know, with it being a playoffs. Mm-hmm. This is the third time these teams are meeting. I think that's a sizable spread. Right, right. Um, so, the next game on the dock. Um... Chargers versus Jaguars. Now, this game is—I'm pretty excited to watch this game because, I mean, every time I check ESPN, other 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 betting sites, I mean, the line's been one and a half this whole time, and it hasn't really changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so the AFC Wild Card uh, South. Um, so Chargers and Jaguars. I mean, two 
like like you said before, two two like similar quarterbacks where it's like they are both big body quarterbacks where they have big arms. Um, they're both kind of mobile in a sense where like if, if they're getting rushed by the linebackers, they can run if they needed to. Um, both have cannons. They both play similar ways. Um, but I think the Chargers have – I mean, well, I know Mike Williams is out, but I know – Jake, um, the guy in our group chat, Silva, he's a Chargers fan. He says that even though Mike Williams is out, Palmer has stepped up in that position um, for Mike Williams. So, yeah, um, but I, I think it's they'd hard rather to have Palmer be number three than number two. But well, yeah. Well, the Williams I thing mean, is also Mike Williams. He's always been injured for all year, so it's like, yeah, but he got injured playing last week in the game that didn't really matter. Well, I mean, it mattered, I guess, going in because if they lost and the Ravens won, whatever, they would have flip-flopped. But, I mean, I don't know. It, it was tricky. Because I feel like once they knew Lamar wasn't going to play last week, I feel like they could have kept Mike Williams out. But, I mean, it's a freak injury. could have happened at any point, so I can't be too mad at that. I think there's some Chargers fans, especially – those who may want Staley fired, I think are going to look to that if they lose and be like, why did you play him? Right. Um, so what do you think your scores are? All right. What is your score for the NFC game? Um, the Niners oh, um, and the I'd probably go like 26-20 for that one. Because like I said, I think, the, I think the Seahawks cover, but the Niners win that one. Um, then for the AFC game today. Yeah, man, uh, it's, tr- it's tricky, man. It's tricky. I mean, like, said, the line's basically like pick them. It's like, it's like half point favorite. Yeah, for it's, the, basically, it's, it's basically pick them. I sure have been. Was, I was leaning toward the Chargers, actually. Half point for the Chargers. So. Yeah. Um. I have been on Jacksonville the second half of this season. Actually, a little bit before that. But I think I'm going to keep going with the Jaguars. Uh, with the line being half a point, yeah, the game is in Jacksonville. So that looks a little bit better for the Chargers. I I don't know. I just feel like with Peterson and what he's shown he's able to do when the playoffs roll around, I could see him – working some type of magic with Jacksonville. I'm not expecting them to go deep in the playoffs, but I think when facing a Chargers team that Herbert's in the same situation, hasn't been in the playoffs, same as Lawrence, I think there's more confidence in Peterson's coaching style and his game plan as opposed to Staley, who we've seen make some questionable decisions, which is why a lot of Chargers fans kind of want him gone. So... I think I think this could potentially be a shootout, to be honest. So I'm looking at like Jaguars winning this one. I can see like 31, 30, something like that. I think it's gonna be really close. Look for Travis Etienne. I think he'll be key for Jacksonville. Right, right. And um, I mean, so the Chargers. Um... I mean, against the spread, the Chargers are 11 5 1, and Jaguars are 8 and 9 against the spread. So, I mean, Chargers are 9 and Chargers lead the series 9 to 4. 
Um, their last meeting, Jaguars did beat them 30 to 10 on September 25th in Los Angeles. And then um, the Chargers lost at Broncos 31 28. So, like you said, this, this could be a shootout. Um, mm-hmm. Do I, I mean, uh, it's hard to say because both QBs have really had that playoff experience. I mean, Justin Herbert was on the brink of getting the play, playoffs like a couple years ago or a year yep. ago. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, Taking the score is tricky because it can go either way. It's half point favor for the Chargers for right now. Um, but like I said, it could be a shootout. I mean, it's gonna be a shootout. I mean, yeah. do, do you think that'd be a high scoring game or kind of like that middle low scoring, like you know? I it might come down come down to the defense, man. Who can stop the other team from scoring? Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. I mean, I think I think That's there's a chance defense. that the game starts off slow. And then one team will kind of score. It'll kind of just open up from there. Because I feel like with both teams not having a lot of playoff experience, they may be a little bit hesitant to start. So it might take a turnover or a score to really open the game up. Yeah, this game, I'm picking. Um, oh, so for my score for the San Francisco game, that's going to be. For that game, um, I'm going to do 12. 20. No, I'm just. Did I have him put him at 30? I'm going to say, <laughs> I'll say 30, San Francisco. 30 24. Okay. Yeah. Um, And then for this game, it's the close one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do 24 Chargers, Jaguars, 20. It's going to be a close one. Herbert, I think I, I trust Herbert. Herbert has still has Keenan Allen. Um, mm-hmm. You know that's Austin Eckler. He's like he, he's gonna go off. I think Khalil Mack is still on the defensive side. So like people, are, he, he's been kind of quiet this whole season, but still got him. Um, so it's, it's gonna be close. Um, but then again, the coaches, Doug Peterson versus a um, a Staley. Um, so can my score change based on the coaches? Probably because I probably trust, I mean, I know Doug's been in the playoffs with the, the Eagles, so he has that experience, but, um, you know, um, I'm going to keep that. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep that score. 24, 20, um, Chargers. Or, I mean, yeah. maybe what, well, I mean, I guess if you're picking Staley, you may want a bit of a bigger score margin because I think if the game is really tight late in the fourth, I feel like more people will probably side with Peterson because like I said, Staley has done weird things at the end of games. And I think that's why a lot of people think they missed the playoffs last year where they probably should have been a playoff team, but Staley had some decisions late in the season that really cost them. So I mean, yeah, I I think this one could well, out of the two games today, this this game will probably be the better game of the two. I think from the outside looking in, although I think the Seahawks-Niners game could turn into a really good game as well. But it'll be interesting to see. Herbert and Lawrence are kind of going to be compared throughout a lot of their career. So it's good to see them actually go up against each other tonight. It's going to be a good one. Um, so I guess we'll go in order of the Sunday 
on the Sunday games. Um, so we got the first one o'clock game, um, Miami Bills. It's a no-brainer. Um, I got the Bills winning the thirteen and a half point favorites. Um, I mean, spread, it, the spread. I don't know. I, whenever I see thirteen and a half point spreads, I always get weary of that because all it takes to lose that is like the Bills are up twenty. Dolphins score like a garbage touchdown and they make it like 13 and you end up losing because of the 13 and a half. So that's good. That's I wonder how many people would are like feel confident enough to like bet that line. And especially if because I'm I mean I'm all on the bills for this one, you know, with all the Hamlin stuff, Hamlin being out. To it being out. If Hamlin shows up for like the coin toss or something. Good luck, Skylar Thompson. There's no way with the way that that crowd will erupt, the way that the team will play, it could get ugly for Skylar Thompson. I'm pretty sure. I mean, that's a good point because I'm pretty sure. I mean, he has been cleared by, you know, the yeah, Buffalo. They, they haven't said so. anything about him being at the game or anything like that. I feel like that's. I feel like the Bills know, but they're just holding out to like the game. Like, that, yeah, I mean, be, I, I would. I mean, that's what you want to happen, right? Live for everybody. But he like, he's still part of the team, so it's not like he's like got cut off the team. Like he's still yeah. part of the team. So I think worst case, he does like a video message. They pull him up on like the big screen. Crowd goes nuts. The players are like, "Oh my god!" And yeah, mm-hmm. Miami's gonna be like, "Great." Now, I mean, the Miami does still have some pieces. I mean, they got Waddle. I mean, they got mm-hmm. um, Tyreek Hill. Um, I mean, I don't – I mean, other than the only – the only way – the only thing I see in the Bills, like, team that I can see, like, for the Achilles Hill, I mean, other than Poyer, it's, like, the secondary. Um, I mean, with Tyreek Hill, he take he, he can still take, take, take the top off of cornerbacks. And with that, with – I mean, the Bills haven't really – they 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 have missed Micah Hyde um, on the other side. Mm-hmm. I mean all year. Um, and who knows? I mean I'm not saying Staley. I mean I mean uh, 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 who's the quarterback of the starting? Um, Skylar Thompson. Yeah, Skylar Thompson. I'm I'm not gonna say he has like enough arm to give like to get it to him. But I feel like the, I mean that you like you still can't sleep on those two receivers. Um, even though you know. But I think the Bills have the better. They have Gabe Davis. They have you know Stephon Diggs, obviously Josh Allen. Um, they have things in Buffalo, so it's not in Miami. I don't think so. It's going to be cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing. But no, you do bring up a good point. If like they, they do bring up Demar for that coin toss, or like or bring him up on the on the big board. I mean. Yeah, like you said, good luck with Miami um, because that ignites the fire under the Bills, you know, win one for DeMar. Um, man, what, I mean, how – I mean, that would be crazy if Miami upsets them, though. I mean, I don't think they will, though. But, I mean, hey, playoffs, anything can happen. Be, is there a path to them winning? Yeah. You know, if, if Buffalo gets too emotional and, you know – you know, Josh Allen starts forcing throws or something. Dolphins get a couple of turnovers. Right. Sure. If McDaniels has a game plan for Skylar Thompson where maybe we see him quick throws, 
to Tyreek Hill, get the ball in his hands, see if he can make some moves with the ball after the catch. The running game could get going. We see Skylar Thompson scramble a little bit. Maybe they could take the emotion out of the stadium. If they like, like if they get the ball first, go on like an 80 yard drive, then Miami may feel more comfortable in the game. But if it's something like happened like last week against New England, you know, like the Dolphins kick off, Hines takes it back on the opening kickoff, then Miami's in a lot of trouble. So right. the the opening who, drive first quarter mm-hmm. might really tell us how this game will go. Who who has is it? Are do do the Bills lead the season series in that in that in that division? Like that those two teams? Like who is it? Like a split game or? I believe they split the series because I think Tua beat the beat the Bills early in the yeah, season. Yeah, that was that game we had that concussion or supposed to have a concussion that first meeting, right? When he went down, when like the. Yeah, they did beat them that yeah. game. Yep. And I think the Bills took it. So, I mean, the Bills can prove, I mean, the chief, I mean, the Miami can pr- prove that they can beat the Bills, but it's a totally different scenario. Um, well, playoffs, playoffs. Yeah, the only difference is Skylar Thompson. If two yeah. were playing, yes, I think a lot of people would be like, the Dolphins could go into Buffalo and win. It's just, we don't know. Since we don't know a lot about Skylar Thompson, that's where a lot of doubt's going to come in. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, they traded for Chubb on the defensive side. I mean, they they got some good – they got Xavier Howard on with a cornerback. They got they got some some good pieces on the defensive side, but can they put they it together and, and pull upset? I don't know. Josh Allen's scrambling ability, though, makes it tough as well. That's true. Although I would like to see Buffalo use their running backs more. I yeah. I know Josh Allen's a big, big dude, but I don't like seeing him running all that time because as a bigger quarterback, he just creates a bigger target for, you know, secondary players to just hit because Josh Allen doesn't slide, doesn't run out of bounds, doesn't do any of that. Like he's trying to jump over defenders, which I think is crazy, but it's worked for him so far. Yeah, I mean it's, it's gonna be a good game. Um, it's gonna be a good one for sure. I mean, I'm excited to see. I think after today, we'll. I mean, after Saturday, we'll see. Like you know, what the playoff landscape looks like because if so, this is run by the scenario. So if um the Niners or so, okay, let's take our time with this. So if the Niners beat um Seattle, who do they play? They play the Eagles, right? That would depend on or the John or the Giants and the Cowboys, right? Or I uh, probably have the money. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no mat- yeah, none of the matchups would be decided necessarily because if the Niners were to win, the Niners are the two seed, so they would get the winner of most likely um, Vikings. Well, they they get the Vikings if the Vikings win. If the Giants win, then it complicates things because most likely the Giants will get the Eagles, and then the Niners will just get the winner of Bucks Cowboys. Put the playoff machine. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know what I'm 
Does it start? Does it start? Um, uh, I think it has my picture from last episode. Uh, I'm gonna say that. Uh, does, does it start? What, does the, it, the ESPN playoff machine yeah, thing. Does it start? I, I wish it started like um, like in the that playoff, playoff machine you know? doesn't do the playoffs. It's just for the regular season. You'd have to go somewhere else for a playoff bracket. Let's see. Uh, it's kind of. Uh, uh, it's not that good. Yeah, but I was. I mean, I was gonna do the visual of like the different scenarios, but um, mm-hmm. but like I think the I think whoever yeah. beats. Like I said, the the Niners winning, they're they can. They can face everybody from the Bucks, Cowboys, Vikings. Those are their three possible matchups for the next round. If the Seahawks win, the Seahawks automatically would face the Eagles. On the other side for uh, you know Saturday night with the Chargers and the Jaguars, if the Jags win, they could face anybody from the Chiefs, they could face uh, Buffalo. Yeah, they could face the Chiefs or Buffalo. Chargers win. They could face, I guess, the Chiefs. They could face the Bengals. No. Yeah, they could face the Chiefs, Bengals, or Bills. You know, the Ravens, they, they have to deal with the Chiefs if, if we win, or the Bills. So if we yes, win, the, yes. so so if the Ravens win. win. The only way the Ravens don't play the Chiefs is if the Dolphins beat the Bills. Oh, kind of, kind of, we're rooting for the Miami, I guess, in a way, to <laughs> to avoid the Bills. <laughs> I mean. So if the if the if the Miami does beat the Bills, so we, we would play the the winner of. Actually, I might let me share. Oh man, look bracket. At this. I mean, yeah. that's kind of small for me, but you can you can probably read it. Oh, it is. Uh, be bigger. Hold on. Oh yeah, this is a good one. Yeah, do you so, see it better? Yeah, I see. I gotta do a different display. Let me see. That's pretty good. I can see it. Bills. Okay. Yeah. So, with this one, you can kind of go through the scenarios basically. So, if yeah, we both had the Jaguars winning mm-hmm. and the Niners. So if everything is just like all the higher seeds win, then you know you kind of get this matchup. But if the so Bills are the Bills, so that's what we're talking about. So that so that so that Bills Bengals game that would be like that at the initial site in Atlanta, right? 
for the ant? Uh. See, I've been thinking about that, but I feel like the Atlanta site is if the Bills meet the Chiefs in the AFC Championship, I thought. I'd have to look at that release again. I don't know if they're saying that that was the neutral site for both games if needed or if it was just the one for the uh, AFC title game. Because I kept thinking if the Bengals meet the Bills, then that had to be neutral site too. I don't know. I guess we'll see if we get there, technically. But, I mean, I can keep this up as we go through the games and then fill it out. Yeah, so, we, so do the... We have Jaguars, we have... So Jaguars, Niners. Niners. So, so right now, they would... So no one's in that spot for the... to put a San Francisco, right? Not yet? Right, because that would still depend on... These other two oh, games here. Two. All right, so let's yeah. go. I'm I, I'm gonna do the Vikings in that game just for the scenario. Vikings beat the Giants. Okay. So, um, I mean, I think the Vikings do win that game, even though I know everybody's picking the Giants to upset yeah. only because. I mean, mm. hey, uh, Dorch. I mean, it could able, happen. Yes, Dorch yeah. able, but I think the I think Vikings have the better weapons. They got obviously they got JJ. Um, um, they got Thielen, they got, um, you know, Davin Cook. So, I mean, they do have, yes, they do have Barkley, um, but I don't trust the receivers, man. They ain't doing the receivers. Like, if Wanda Robinson didn't get hurt, I'd say, yeah, they have a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, Galladay, you know, he's still there, but yeah, he's like, eh. Well, I, I think where a lot with of their defense, are... like the, the, the defenses with Kayvon Chibodeau. Mm-hmm. And that's part of it because I feel like, you know, the Vikings have a high-powered offense, but I think people trust the Giants' defense slowing down the Vikings more than a Vikings defense that's been kind of hit or miss all season, slowing down even a Giants' offense that you may not know a lot of the the skill position guys that are out there. But Dayball has shown with Daniel Jones this year that I mean, he's turned Daniel Jones into a legit starting quarterback. He's, you know, helped him bring his turnovers way down, which was a big problem with Daniel Jones. So if they protect the ball, they should be able to put up points against the Vikings. It's just whether or not how big of a question mark do you put on Kirk Cousins? You know, a lot of people are going to talk about primetime Kirk Cousins, even though this game's at 430, Mm -hmm. but it's also the only game on at the time. So it kind of has a primetime feel to it. So that's where people are kind of wrestling with who do they go with. I just think the Vikings get it because I feel like this has been a weird NFL season. And I feel like it'd be the perfect year for Kirk Cousins to have like a really good game and kind of break the whole primetime thing. But I could see the Giants winning. I mean, I'm not mad at people if they're picking the upset. It's just I've been on the Vikings for too long to really – turn against them now mm-hmm. but yeah so we the, Vikings, the, when I the vikings we can yeah we put can, them in. Yeah, vikings so they play the eagles and then the that that's a, as of right now because their be matchup still depends on this game so on that game i'm definitely going i'm not betting against tom brady so i'm going against i'm going for the buccaneers in that one see i am too but a lot of people 
think it's crazy to pick they, the Bucks. They're saying that Ryan did Ryan Jensen might come back for that game. They're saying that Wins. that could be it. That, that could be, would a, big be a big deal. That's what um there uh, that's what ESPN uh, NFL Network was saying. I mean um yeah yeah that was that was what NFL Network was saying how uh, if Jensen could come back um then that'd be a good uh, sign for Buc- for the Buccaneers. Yeah, I've just been on them because I don't like the way Dak is playing right now. I mean, Dak has been ah uh, he's been turnover prone which he's not supposed to be i mean they had the pieces they had even they had, i mean they have you know uh like cd land they have you know but doesn't matter yet, but it doesn't like, matter if Dak's throwing in the defense i mean michael parsons i mean they got uh trayvon diggs i mean they still got a good defense demarcus lawrence up front tampa um, Bay can can neutralize that even if you have to go to a quick passing game if you throw it before parsons can get to brady you kind of neutralize him all right, so pick the Bucks. Let let's see what happens. Oh, so the Bucks play the Eagles. Yeah, and then Vikings play San Francisco. See, that can be a good game, San Francisco and um and Vikings. Mm-hmm. So on that side, I think we're set on that side. Um, yeah, that, that's who I have winning. I mean, I know it's kind of boring going with all the higher seeds, but yeah, that's what I see. All right, well, okay, let's see if the oh, let's do it around. Let, let's turn it around. Let's let's do like the the upsets. So what if? To do the Cowboys. Well, I mean, the legitimate upsets, if you want to go with it, you know, the Cowboys could very well win, which then you just slide the Cowboys in there. The only because if the Vikings win, they automatically would get the Niners. But if you have the Giants and Cowboys win, and then you flip it where you get the Giants going to the Eagles and then the Cowboys face the Niners. And they were like, what if the Seahawks win? Like, upset, this per se, per se. Well, Seahawks get the Eagles no matter what. That's the only team they can play. They can't play anybody else in the next. So they're the lower game. seed, right? They get, they play with the. Yep. All right, so let's go to the AFC side. Okay, so we all got the Jaguars winning, or well, I mean, I got actually I got I the Chargers winning, but oh, let, you did, yeah, let, yeah. Let, let's hit the Chargers upset the Jaguars. Let's see what the playoff picture looks like. Yeah, Chargers would still Next just round. sit here until these games. I mean, we picked the Bills, so. Bills. Like, I'm going to go outside with the Ravens. Let's see what's going to happen with the Ravens if they win. Let's see what's going to happen. They with play the... the Chiefs. Yeah, if if we know the Chargers and the Bills win by the time the Ravens play, the Ravens would already know that they have to play the Chiefs if they win. And with that game... If we do play the Chiefs, I mean, yes, the Chiefs, I think they're three, three and one against us in the regular season. I think we played them twice. Mahomes beat us, and then we beat them by, by like one point, I think, last year, I think, in the regular season. So we're, they're one and three. But that game, yes, Patrick Mahomes will be playing. He will be, he will be obviously starting. And, but, the Ravens, I mean, I don't trust the Chiefs. I mean, we've, we've all known that watching Chiefs games, they're terrible on the run defense. Um, I mean, they really haven't proven to us that they can stop the run. I'm, I'm not saying the Chiefs probably, probably will win that game, but in order for the Ravens to win that game, if that happens, it's a run the ball, man. Um, run that ball. I mean, I know Lamar's not going to be playing, but I mean, obviously, you, you, you get the, the difference. In the air. 
I mean, I think, I think that's, like, you that's to put what it made in the, the running game tough against Kansas City was only because Lamar factored into the running well, game. Even that, we and Dobbins and Gus Edwards. I mean, it, it's going to yeah, be. But if Lamar's not there, that takes away from how effective I mean, Hunk, they can be. Hunley's not a. I mean, he can run, but he's not as fast as Lamar, though. But I'm saying he, he can definitely get out of the side of the pocket if, if he plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying he's as athletic as Lamar because Lamar is. More longer and more taller than him, and Hunley's more short. But I mean, I've seen plays where he 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 scrambles, mm-hmm. um, not but not as fast as you know Lamar, obviously. But when he hits those pockets, but or those holes, but I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, but that is if we get there, man. I mean, we'll see, we'll see. But uh, yeah, so, so so let's talk. So we talked about the Bills and. The Miami. So let's talk about the Ravens Bengals game. Um, so Joe Burrow, <laughs> the Bills. I think they are. The line has been. I think it's eight point favorite. I believe, which it was. It was nine and a half. No, no, no. It was eight and a half. So it was nine and a half. No, it was eight, eight and a half t- right now. So, um, the Ravens are. I know. I guess the underdog in this game. Um, you know, I think Tyler Holling is starting. Um. He had he had, had some shoulder issues, but he's been throwing the ball in practice. Um, right. He's got to throw with a bum shoulder. But I mean, the storylines. I mean, the Bengals are missing their their offensive tackles. Um, Alex Kappa got got hurt, and then Lionel Collins has been hurt with the ACL. Mm. Um, that means the Ravens got to run the ball, you know, pound the ball, and then. Make plays happen, man. And the Ravens need <laughs> touchdowns as opposed to Justin Tucker field goals all the time. That's where a lot of my issues come with the Ravens because they'll get around the red zone. They'll take maybe one shot at the end zone. If they don't get it, then it just turns into run the ball, run the ball. Oh, send out Justin Tucker. I mean, if the Ravens can, if, if the Ravens can run the ball, uh, take some time off the clock, you know, get some first downs, you know, maybe get in scoring position. Sure. Defense they still need touchdowns. Well, obviously, yeah, but I mean, I feel like our defense is going to step up. I mean, Raquan Smith. Um, I think Marcus Peters is back. Clayus Campbell is back. He is the run stopper. Um, and. The Bengals are complaining that the Ravens were played their played dirty. Um, and I don't blame that. I mean, if it's if it's football, I mean it's gonna be dirty anyway. Um there's a what, line. There's a line. What what dirty play did you see during that Bengals that, that Bengals game? I don't see no no dirty play other than Roquant bumping Jamar's Chase, like after the play. Like that's not that dirty, like mm. No, I was just saying that there is a line. I mean, I get how physical football is. I mean, there's a line, but I don't know why they're complaining. I mean, there's there Harbaugh said he, he watched the tape. There was nothing that I'm not I would never listen to Harbaugh because Harbaugh used to cry when they faced the playoffs about stuff all the time. I I wouldn't take Harbaugh's word. That's what Harbaugh does. I mean, I wasn't thinking from my own eyes. I didn't see no no dirty play. It was just regular normal football. Man, you're not gonna see that. I mean, I'm gonna see it. Like Bengals are complaining, <laughs> Bengals are complaining, but 
they had Fontes Perfect who had a freaking dirty ass. He's not on the team anymore. I'm just saying, like, just the history of like it's the it's 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 in football. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's gonna be hard nose, tough, tough opponents. Like, Ravens and Bengals. So, I mean, Jamar Chase. They said they're smoked. I mean, we're Smith said they're smoking the air. Let's, Joe let's do it, man. Burrow. I keep hey, telling you, you can. What throw are y'all gonna say? Defense. What are y'all gonna? What are y'all gonna? Defense. What are y'all gonna say when Burrow's losing, man? Okay. The they the sun will come up. It will be a new day. I just, I I I'm not gonna pick against the Bengals because of one, Lamar isn't playing. So I've seen Huntley for a few weeks now. I I know what kind of how what he's capable of doing versus what he's not. And I just am not optimistic. Not now if the game were in Baltimore, maybe I'd feel a little bit better about it. I I just feel like there's gonna be so much pressure on the defense to you know keep Cincinnati to like probably under 20 that, you know, if, if the offense comes out and looks like they're going to struggle all day, that just puts more on Roquan Smith and those guys to, to have to be perfect. And I think that's where the yeah. game could get away because if they're playing really good for like a half, let's say it's like six to three at the half, the defense will be like, man, we're doing all we can. And you guys haven't distanced yourselves in terms of the Ravens offense that there could be some letdown same way if you know the Bengals come out opening drive just you know go down the field get a touchdown the offense comes out three and out the defense might be like oh it's one of these days so Harbaugh and Roman are gonna have to come up with a well I guess more Roman, since Harbaugh's more of a defensive mind, but Roman's got to come out with a game plan. Like, if the Ravens win the coin toss, they probably should take the ball first. They probably wouldn't because they want to put their defense on the field first, but I would like to see them take the ball if they could put together a drive that gets a touchdown. I don't need to see a you know Justin Tucker kick, but then we could talk about something. But I just don't have any faith in that happening. Yeah, I mean, so do you like so like I know you did you see like like Lamar he did come out on Twitter and say like you know like his side of the story. Do you think I, I was, mean come on man? Everyone's gonna say like everyone's saying that oh it's not he didn't tweet that, but I I feel like he did tweet that. I mean I'm not even talking about whether he tweeted it or not. It was just the timing of it. It. It, oh, seemed, it seemed convenient because he knows everybody's been talking about where's Lamar at? It's a playoff game. How could you not play? And then we get a then we get a tweet talking about, oh, I'm you know I want to be out there, but my knee's unstable. If your knee was unstable, let us you know the team shouldn't have acted like there was a chance of him coming back if his knee's unstable. If his knee's unstable, rule him out. That way, you don't have to. That way, I'm sure Harbaugh probably answered questions about Lamar all week. 
could have he could have ended that just by saying, "Look, he's hurt. His knee is still swollen or whatever, and we're not going to put him in danger." Boom. The narrative's gone. But they were so vague with it that people were like, "It was supposed to be one to three weeks. This is week what six? Where's Lamar? Where's Lamar? Where's Lamar?" Well, I think that one to three weeks wasn't a true report, but that's what I've that's what I've heard. But, but that that that, that, that was all that. we were told. One to three weeks, and then three yeah. weeks passed. Lamar still wasn't playing, and nobody said anything about his knee being unstable. They were just then the narrative became. Oh, they're just gonna hold it off for the playoffs because you know they might not win the division anyway. Why force Lamar back? So they gave us nothing. And then all week, like I said, Harbaugh goes in there, questions automatically. So how's Lamar progressing? Is he gonna play this week? And I can't remember. I remember, I remember seeing a clip about Harbaugh talking about, I guess, something like I don't even know, but it's just like went through all of that, and then what was that Thursday he sent? That Lamar put that tweet out there about his knee being unstable. I I don't know. I mean, if his knee very well could be. You know, he went in there about talking about with grade two sprain instead of grade Almost one. A, a, a thing he said grade two borderline three. So I mean, it's like if he had a grade two sprain, there was probably a good chance he wasn't going to play anyway. Yeah. So the Ravens could have done better. They could have said, you know, grade two sprain, doubtful for this weekend people would have been like okay because they're not fooling the Bengals because the Bengals are probably planning on Lamar not playing anyway because he didn't play the final week of the season where if Lamar played and the Ravens could have won this game would have been a coin flip and it could have been in Baltimore so why wouldn't Lamar have played Mm -hmm. so I, I don't understand how the Ravens kind of played this because they weren't tricking anybody. But so I got one question for you, Kyle. I got one question for, about the situation. Um, you said you have one chance to make this right. Okay. If Lamar gets his contract, say Lamar gets his contract, right? Right now. That Pam. What kind of contract are we talking about? I'm just saying, like the contract that people want him to get. You know, Gene's been saying. Or Freddie been saying, pay the man. Like Freddie's been saying in the group chat, oh, oh, if I'm Lamar, if I'm paid, I'm playing. But the Ravens want to pay him. That's what I'm saying. What kind of numbers are we talking here? Maybe like I'd say five, five year, maybe. What's a reasonable amount guaranteed? Because oh. people I, were I saying. My thing has been, people are making it seem like, you know, because Kyler Murray had such a disastrous season, you know, Russell Wilson had a disastrous season, Deshaun Watson didn't play until the last four weeks of the year, that Lamar automatically has to jump ahead of those guys and get more than them. And I'm I'm on the side of Gene, like, yeah, in a perfect world, yes. But for Baltimore, Baltimore has to think about it as if we give Lamar all this money, we could lose certain free agents that we may not want to lose because we're tied up too much into Lamar. Lamar, the past couple of years, has gotten hurt at the end of the year. 
if that becomes a trend, let the end of the year is when we're trying to we're trying to make moves in the playoffs. If we're not, if we can't depend on you. How can we give you all this money when we're going to need you most of the end of the year? You haven't been around, and then that plays into how does Lamar project out three years down the line? Is he slowly breaking down? I mean, I'm not saying whether he is or not, but Baltimore has to think about that because they don't want to get caught paying Lamar big money. And then Ravens fans are just like, this guy's broken. Mm-hmm. Now what do we do? So, so like, but everyone's been saying, that, oh, he's holding out for contract reasons. Uh, I mean, so do, I'm just saying like, if he gets, if he gets paid his money okay. do think he, in the playoffs right now, do you think he's playing? That's kind of tricky. If he gets a check because right now. Based off of if, Lamar, if, based if off Lamar Lamar's his, tweet, if, that shouldn't if, matter. If Lamar guys contact like, like, like Raquan Smith, five-year, he deserves based, that. Correct? But I'm saying, based off of Lamar's tweet, no. Because he said his knee is unstable. Right. If your knee's unstable, you can't play. I don't care if you have a um, check I mean, or not. Because the only, I mean, other than Adam Schefter, I, a little bit of some what said I believe, but I, re- I really believe Ian, Ian Rappaport uh, on YouTube uh, on the Pat McAfee show. Um, they were saying the same thing. Like he was, he asked Ian Rappaport, "Do you believe if Lamar Jackson, he's a very trust, trustworthy and reporter?" He was like, "Hey, um, I would say um, compared to Adam Schefter and the other ones, um, he was like uh, on his show. He was like, do you believe that Lamar, um, if he gets paid his money right now, is he playing?'" And Ian said, "No. He said it's strictly just the injury. I mean, obviously Lamar, he said he wants to be out there." Um, in the way of uh, the caliber, the way he plays at the PCL, I think, I mean, I'm not a doctor whatsoever, but the PCL is like the part of the knee that like holds it together. So like, if you're like juking in and out and like, you don't feel that knee is in the right place on a strain, that can be, that can be tough. But I think there's a better question to this. Mm-hmm. If Lamar was more capable as a passer, would he be playing? Cause then technically if his knee was a little whatever, if he was a guy who could stand in the pocket and just throw the ball, you bring up you he bring could up play. A, now you bring up a the good fact point that he has to run so much. That's where I think Lamar maybe up, is bring, is worried. You bring up a good point because um, I don't know if you're Sammy Sammy Watkins of the Washington Post kind of like basically called out Lamar. Um, he was like. I don't know if you heard this. Uh, mm. In in this league, um, I think it was the other day. In this league, everybody and I quote it says, "In in this league, everybody is pretty much banged up, hurt." Receiver Sammy Walker says, um, "I don't Good I don't point. want I don't want to speak for him in this situation and whatever he's going through with the contract with the contracts. I don't know what what world he's in, but for me, you got a chance to do something special." We all know with Lamar Jackson out there, this this team is really freaking good and special things can happen. He can still win this team. He can still will this team to a Super Bowl. I don't think he's thinking about that, about it in that way. Uh, he continued by saying he's got an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. I hope he hobbles back out there, but him, or put him out there for for the pass plays and don't run him at all. But to your point, but you never know what could be wrong. Sammy Watkins. I, I've been very, yeah, so let me, like, I'm going to say my piece after this. 
Um, I'm being very selfish right now. I, I just just to want him to be out on the field. But man, what a great thing it would be to see eight touchdowns field this Sunday, and we go out there and blow them out. But that's for Lamar and everybody else to figure out. Hope miraculously something happens. Somebody reached out to him, whether it's a coach or somebody, and he decides to play. But that's a question. If he's healthy or he's not, I don't know. I haven't been watching him. I haven't been watching him. Now, Sammy Watkins. Well, let me say this before you start. I'm about to go Sammy off Sammy Watkins, it's been nice, but he's not coming back to Baltimore after the season. Clearly, from that comment, yeah, he, he he's not coming back after this season. Sammy Watkins. If you're watching this, my brother, STFU, first of all, you're the last one to be talking about injuries. You're injury prone. You fucking dropped the goddamn ball and fumbled the ball last game. Oh, that was your fault. You're the last one to be talking about contract or anything with injuries. Yes, you're right. Lamar, L- Lamar, you're right. Just like you said, Kyle, like maybe put him in some passing plays, you know. But then again, it still it still could uh, it, it, it took over a chance for him to get hurt, you know. That's if, what if they, knee braces are for. If, That's if, why if every That's quarterback true. wears one. That's true. But I don't know. I feel like you know, Sammy Walking is kind of being selfish. Like it's like, okay, would you? Uh, okay, right now, right now. Thank I don't God, think he's being selfish. But he was like, he's, oh, I mean, but because like, he understands it as the Ravens team. So in Sammy Walking's mind, you should actually be okay with what he's saying. He's saying the team is good enough to win, and. If Lamar is able to go out on the field, he should, but because then it, it gives them a better chance to win. But that risk, that, that but that, I mean, that I, risk I is only it. because of what I keep telling you, and what Godfrey says, what Gene says, because of Lamar's deficiencies in the passing game, in Lamar's mind, that's where he's worried, because Lamar's game is so much on his legs, is that that's why he's worried to come back because. If it's unstable, yeah, he knows that if he takes off, maybe he tweaks it, he steps the wrong way, and then he's out longer. But if Lamar, in his mind, or whatever, in Baltimore's mind, if Lamar was a guy who could stand in the pocket if you protected him and just bullets all over the field, why would he sit out? Because his knee's a little little unstable, especially for a playoff game. I mean, I saw Phillip Rivers play with a torn ACL. ACL is Phillip. much more yeah, but Phillip, damaging more than a PCL. A, I mean, we can't. Really, I mean, obviously the injuries, but you can't really compare Phillip because he's more of a pocket passer. Where Lamar—that's my point. Yeah, if Lamar was better at throwing the ball, he would be out there, which is what I've been saying. And you know, you as a Ravens fan is like, yeah, Lamar has a great arm. I don't think Lamar has confidence in his arm. I don't because think has, I don't think he has the receivers to. I mean, other than Bateman, he's out. seen quarterbacks put up big numbers with lesser receivers. the The great quarterbacks in this league make receivers better, so it shouldn't matter. I've seen. I mean, yes, Brady's the goat. New England never drafted wide receivers for Tom Brady. 
his best wide receiver was Julian Edelman, who was a quarterback in college. That was his best wide receiver. What what did you know Brady rely on? Tight ends. Lamar's got Andrews, one of the better tight ends in the league. A young likely too, likely some with some promises too. So mm-hmm. don't talk about wide receivers. Patrick Mahomes, they took Tyreek Hill away from him, and everybody's like, oh my god, the Chiefs are gonna be awful. Well, not off, but they're gonna take a step back. They won what 14 games? Mm, yeah. Look at the Chargers. Mike Williams and Keenan Allen were out of in and out of the lineup all year. Justin Herbert still had a pretty good year. That's true. But I mean, I, when I first read the statement, I thought it was a kind of uh, he did kind of say it was kind of selfish, but did, did, did so, he kind of yes, it was you know, selfish. Was, it was selfish was, in the mind of he was the like team it, knows they're good and they want Lamar. That is selfish. Yes. Yeah. But I think it's selfish in a good way where he understands the team is good enough to beat Cincinnati to beat Kansas city or whatever, because he thinks Lamar is that guy to do it for them. So do you think like watching this team, um, Kyle Edwards, um, <laughs> do you, um, do you see Lamar playing at all this playoffs? If we, if we advance, like say, if we play the chiefs, do we see him playing to get the chiefs? Uh, I mean, he's kind of back, How, he's kind of backed himself into a corner now though. Yeah, think about it. Think about it. He like his goals was he wants to. I mean, obviously when he got every quarterback's dream is when he is drafted, it's mm-hmm. to get to the promised land, get to that Super Bowl. But I mean, imagine how awkward it would say I'm just thinking hypothetical reasons. Say if like we get to the Super Bowl and like he's not playing, and like say if I'm mean, I'm just thinking of the 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 un the unimaginable. If Holly gets a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. Lamar did earn a Super Bowl, but he we wasn't the quarter, starting quarterback. So I mean, I mean, how awkward would that feel for him? Like, oh, like I could have been there for my guys, but it's like so. I'm saying Lamar's backed himself into a corner. Like the Niners told us weeks ago that Garoppolo was hurt, and they said the only way he would come back that he could yeah, because of the timetable, NFC title game. So we already had that in the back of our mind. If they get to the NFC title game, Garoppolo would be healthy enough. And then that's a decision Shanahan would have to make. Because at that point, that means Purdy's played pretty well for like seven weeks. And then do you risk messing that oh, up by bringing Garoppolo back in? I forgot there's a whole other piece of the quote I left out. I think the world is ready to see Lamar back on the field doing what he did, doing what he do best. And we all and, and get all the stipulations and contract stuff behind him. I pray somebody talks to him like, man, just find a deal. You know what I mean? He get out and he get out there and hopefully if he's healthy he can just come play this Sunday. We all know that's up to Lamar and whatever goes on. Hopefully they get something done. The world wants to see Lamar be a Bono Raven for the rest of his life. The world wants to watch Lamar Jackson. That's the phenom- that's a phenom talent, a talent that you can really come by. Th- things that he 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 do on the field and things that you see. To be quite honest, when he's out there, he makes everyone play better. Just to have him in that huddle. I pray that somebody can reach out to him, or that he's really truly getting healthy and can play. That he Ooh. that he wake up Thursday and be like, "All right, forget it, I'm playing." I think that would change the whole. See, that, that's selfish. That makes it sound different, though. That yeah, makes I, it sound like I forgot, Watkins I, is Watkins is hearing the Stephen A's and stuff talking about, 
you know, Lamar hey, should for, sit yeah. out. I forgot Lamar the whole, should do the whole, this. Whole, yeah. And it seems like Watkins is almost talking to those people because Watkins thinks those people may be influencing Lamar's decision. Because with him constantly saying, I pray somebody talks to him. Yeah, that makes it seem like Lamar's being influenced by something outside of just his knee. It could, because if we all know, I mean, he doesn't have an agent. His mom is an agent, so we don't know what his who his team is around maybe, him that he has. Maybe that's who Watkins is talking to without calling See, her out. I don't know. That just seems weird for him to keep saying, I pray somebody talks to talks him. Talks to him, yeah. It's kind of awkward, kind of like, like. And that's unlike if Lamar were to then randomly come we, back next week and we, be like, you were un- your knee was unstable last week. But now you're good to go. I mean, I get it. It's a playoff game. I mean, Watkins wants to see Lamar out there, like we, like we all do. We we want to get number eight on that field because, like you said, he does make his players better. But I think in a way that Watkins, I think the where I'm mad at Watkins is like he needs to stay in his lane. I'm saying, who knows if it's like it could be just the knee. We all know Lamar is a is a player first. He cares about his teammates, man. Like he would, he wants to be out there with his teammate. The but way Watkins is taking it. Maybe well, this situation's I mean, different. Look, listen, Watkins, he he played for us, right? He mm-hmm. he released we released him, so I mean, he doesn't really he doesn't really. I mean, obviously he's. he's I, oh I, wait, I Watkins isn't on the team right now. No, no, he is. He is. Oh, okay, okay, he okay, he okay, was okay, on okay. the team before. Then oh, yeah, he's yeah, on, yeah, he yeah, on the Packers. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Um, and then they released him, and then we signed him back. Um, I don't know, like the fact that he said, "Oh yeah, Lamar talked to somebody," like. He, yeah, what he's saying is basically from that second part of the quote is what I'm getting at is like he Lamar should sign that contract and play. Yeah, it seems like Watkins thinks the deal Lamar was offered before the season might have been a good deal for Lamar. And it is, it is true, players do get banged up, but players don't get banged up like I mean, they do get banged up, but at, at a caliber of Lamar's play, like. This but like, you just said Huntley's playing with a bad shoulder. But so to I the mean, Ravens players are like, this dude's come, he's a quarterback who has to throw the ball. His shoulders hurt. He's trying to play. But Lamar knee is unstable. Mm-hmm. And he's not even trying to play. So Where, you, I mean playoff it, situation, guys die for the playoffs. Right. And that's why that's even with the Niners situation being different because the Niners are two seed and their favorite this weekend their favorite probably for the next couple of weeks the Ravens are a six seed a lot of people are doubting them and I think in Watkins mind it's like Lamar has to be hearing all that Lamar is one in three in the playoffs he was betting on himself. Remember, he bet on yeah, himself. Yeah, I mean, he was, having, he was having a good year until he, until he went down. I mean, he was having so if he's up. betting on himself. Mm-hmm. What better way to do it? Show the up in the playoffs, beat the Bengals. But I guess it's a risk worth paying because, say, if he does play and he's not fully healthy, that could be from a string to a tear. And knee tear. That's a two-year. That's a two-year. Depending on the tear, that could be a, uh, a two-year absence. Well, it's a PCL, but still, it's a PCL strain right now. So, what if you go, go back and get a tear? Uh, I think a torn PCL year out, not that long, I don't think. I heard it's like one to two years, I think. Like the... That's what? Let me no, see. no. Because the more 
the more important ligaments are your ACL and MCL. ACL is the bad one, but players, oh, yeah. come, players come back from that in under a year now with the way modern technology is. MCL is the second one. I think PCL is the, the one out of the three if you were to tear. PCL is the one you want to tear. I mean, I'm so, not a doctor, but that's um, how long does the PCL do you take? Um, so if it's a mild, if if it's a mild injury, it may take only 10, 10 days to heal. But if you have it, if you have to have surgery, um, to repair your PCL, recovery could be take six to nine months. So yeah, not, PCL isn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know where it's so, uh, on Twitter. I think I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that. I mean, everybody is a doctor on Twitter. Huh. If but it was, if it was ACL or MCL, I'd be like, I get it because ACL is the big one. PCL, yeah, you tear that. I think you could even play on a torn PCL, it'll just be comfort level. Whereas if you tore your ACL, you're not playing on that because that's what oh, most no. of your most of the stability in your knee. But the, the PC, like the I'm trying to figure out where the PCL because I'm trying to feel, I, I guess you can't really feel your PCL, but like it's like that piece where it's like. It's like it feels like a string on your knee, where it's like a piece of a tendon in your knee that's like kind of like where it's just wobbly. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I'm not sure where at, at in the knee the PCL is. I think it's like that. I don't know. Also, like not, the way he put it, unstable knee. It's like you could wear a knee brace. You could wear the little knee um, sleeve or something. And right. I feel like yeah. I mean, just quick. Like Google search, it's like the PCL. It goes the back of your knee, connecting your thigh bone to the top of your lower leg bone. So, yeah, so I think the PCL is on the back. I believe your ACL is on the side, and MCL might be in the front or something. I don't know. Yeah, I always knew that the PCL was. The the least of the three, right? Um, so I mean, so do you think? I mean, so say, say, say the Ravens out of nowhere, I'm happy they like just give him a contract of what he wants right now. Do you think you don't think he still plays? I mean, I think it's, I think, I think, I don't think that's a a bad look then. I don't think it's a contract. I, th- I don't think it's a contract. I think it's just the injury. I mean, I, I, people are just then the contract shouldn't factor in because, I mean, Gene also said this last night or something Wednesday. Lamar's under contract right now. He's getting paid right now. That's true. If he signs a new contract, that's for next year. He's still making money this year. So right, now mm-hmm. that's the factor. Now Ian Rappaport. Um, of that like uh, video, he did in in the uh, the podcast uh, topic with a good thought. Um, so after the playoffs and all season comes around, the Ravens can have two options. Um, he said they can either franchise. So there's two types of franchise tag. I didn't know. It mm-hmm. was um, it was a the exclusive uh, mm-hmm. franchise, which is like okay, you're not touching my quarterback. He's on our team. I think it's like forty-four million. I think um, he gets fr- from that. Um, and then there's the unexclusive, which you can tr- have like two draft picks and trade Lamar. So it depends on where they go. Do they 
I mean, I think I think they can do it for two years. I think, but do yeah. they? So now, if they do franchise, franchise tag him, can they still sign to a long term deal in that in that franchise tag window? Yep. So I'm assuming if the Ravens, I mean, the Ravens would be kind of stupid to let Lamar go. I would say a franchise tag him exclusively, so no player, no no team can I, get him. I wouldn't say they'd be stupid to let him go. It's it, the okay. So I mean, I think why I, mean, I, think, I think I made this point Thursday night. It's like the issue is Baltimore's done everything mm-hmm. with Lamar in mind. So obviously, if Lamar leaves, they're going to have to change a few things. They they would kind of change how the offense is run to, based off of who they replace him with. And I think on the Ravens' part, that's not that hard to change. You could go from run based to more of a balanced offense. Yeah, that's that's not difficult. You're just calling different plays. Mm-hmm. Lamar's issue is going to be if he leaves Baltimore, where does he go that they don't have to completely turn everything around just for him? That's going to be Lamar's issue. And if he does go somewhere else, is it going to be a situation where they're kind of turning to him because their their foundation is kind of broken already and they're kind of starting over with Lamar. And if Lamar wants that situation, I think that's where the difference is. I think, I mean, I don't know the, I don't know what he's thinking, man. I mean, I think his best bet is in Baltimore. I mean, maybe get a D hop, get, get a, get some pieces. I mean, Bateman's coming back healthy. Drew coming back healthy. Maybe get, Another, you know, the another problem Robinson. has never been pieces, though. They've been a playoff team every year. So yeah, but we have the team's doing something right. But we, we, I mean, think about it. We haven't really had a top, top five, top 10 receiver to throw to. It doesn't matter. They're still winning like 10, 11 games a year. I mean, Mahomes had Tyreek Hill. I mean, I mean, for all they all took the him years. away, and Mahomes still playing well. All of the issues with Baltimore are on Lamar. It's Lamar's development as a passer is what is keeping the Ravens from reaching that next level. Lamar, as he currently plays, can only go so far. You know, Lamar being a run-first type of quarterback, that works to a certain point, but... If you go up against Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, those teams or whatever, even Joe Burrow, where they have offenses that could put up 30-something points, can Lamar run an offense in a playoff situation to keep up with that? That's where the questions are. And when they have these drives where it's like run, 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 yeah, you're eating like eight minutes off the clock. But you can't really rely on that every time. And then if you have those drives that end in field goals, it almost feels like a waste at times. So I guess to tie it all back in with the unstable knee or whatever, if Lamar was the type where, you know, he could throw the ball 45, 50 times, you know, get you 325 yards, four touchdown passes, then okay. But he hasn't shown me that, and that's I feel like it's not the pieces around Lamar. He won an MVP with mm-hmm. these 
you know, non top five wide receivers because they tailored the offense to Lamar's skill set. That's why whenever you talk about, you know, Greg Roman needs to go. Roman was the coordinator when he won the MVP. So Roman understands what Lamar can do. Lamar's the one who has to come in and show them like, hey, you want me to throw it 50 yards down the sideline? I can do that. Here, let me show you. Haven't seen it from him. Lamar is comfortable throwing to Mark Andrews over the middle because that's an easier throw. When you're throwing outside the numbers, you got to be, your timing has to be on because if you're late on the throws to the outside, it's getting picked off. And I think that's where the issues are with Lamar. Yeah, it's all, you know, great because of the play breaks down. You know, you can run 80 yards. Okay. But when that's not available to you, what can you do? That's true. Um, now, I was reading I was reading like a bigger article saying that Lamar Jackson rumors, Ravens haven't changed their stance, want new contracts for a QB. So I'm assuming whenever that – I mean, I'm not saying like – so basically they're saying whenever the season ends, you know, like Lamar or any QB of that statue would cut off contract integrations throughout the season, um, you know, we yeah, all know I, that. I don't think the Ravens mind that. Yeah, that's, so that's I mean, they said that. Um, Rappaport said that. Um, uh, whenever the season ends, Sunday against the Bengals or next week, at, or at some point in the mm-hmm. future, they plan on they plan to begin to be negotiating with Jackson with hopes of striking a long term deal. Sources said they made inroads prior to the season, but never reached a, a point of getting close to an agreement. And then, and then another factor is the reason. Another, I mean, yeah, they did offer. I think Lamar Jackson. Um. Uh, 133 million guaranteed, which would have made him second highest behind Watson. But that so, Watson, what's the problem? I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm just reading an article real, real quick. Um, but I'm just saying, like, so, 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 the so Lamar have, didn't take that. So, so, so the deal, means Lamar so the deal, wants more than Watson. So, the deal would have made Jackson the second highest paid quarterback in NFL by average annual salary 50 million, and Rodgers is the highest paid quarterback by average annual of 50.3 million. Um, what's the problem? I don't know. So that that's what I'm saying. It's like it doesn't make it. And then some of these people on TV who are like, well, even like Freddie, pay the man. They offered him the second highest contract for a quarterback. That's paying him. Yeah. And then, if Lamar were to turn around and then just sign that again this offseason. I feel like Ravens fans should really ask the question, like, so what was the whole, you know, dance for? They offered to you before. Would what I'm thinking is, I think the factors are the years, how many years? Because a long term can mean a long term can mean five, a long term can be ten, a long term can be whatever. There's I'm not, no I, I know, way. I know. I'm just. I'm just I would saying. be. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying that, like, long. Like seven, ten years. Well, if he wants, so if a player, okay, so if a player, okay, I know Mahomes got his money. So, like, what? Mm-hmm. Your, from your standpoint, what is a long term contract? How many years would that? So, if Lamar want to be a Baltimore Raven for life, would it be five years here and there, five years, another five years, or 
if it, if it, it would take or, it would take multiple contracts for him to play or, his whole career in Baltimore. I'm not sure who said. It. I think Brett or Chase. I think Lamar can go the route where, okay, the Ravens know they need some more weapons on all this. Maybe he can do a Tom Brady deal. Well, I'm, I, I, where they can have enough money. I to, said that. Have you said that? Oh my bad. No, I'm saying like <laughs> no, no. Chase and them probably have said that, but I said that too. It's like. So how so so how so how would that work? What do you how long would that contract or how many years would that be for? No, he can oh, still take he can still take a five year deal. The thing was Brady never needed to be the highest paid Any quarterback because yeah. Brady understood yeah. if I take a little less. I mean Brady makes money through endorsements and all that, mm-hmm. like Lamar does. So you don't yeah. have to base your whole income on your NFL contract. But so many players think if I'm not paid the number one in my position, then you're disrespecting me. And it's like, shut up. Okay. That's not what it is. The NFL is a business. You have 53 people on an active roster. Mm -hmm. If we tie too much money into one position, then we may lose somebody who you don't care about, but we have to worry about. Like, let's say, let's say they signed Lamar first. And then Roquan was like, so what are you going to give me? And they couldn't give him the five and 100 or whatever that they offered him. Would you rather have you think that, Lamar and no Roquan? That's, that's another factor. Do you think since I think Roquan or Roquan, he represents himself, right? I, I believe yes, so. I think. Yeah, yep. Do you think that by chance after the offseason is, uh, is, is in the full swing, do you think that Roquan – I'm pretty sure they had Raquan has Lamar's number. Do you think that Raquan can sit down and be like, yo, listen, I mean, I know I'll play a different position. I know we both have, you know, are both representing ourselves. Mm-hmm. Do you think he gives advice to Lamar and be like, yo, this is what you should do? I mean, I know do 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 whatever you want to do, but you know, that that proves that you know a deal can't get done. Obviously, obviously both play a different you know, one the middle linebacker, one's a quarterback, franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. But do you think Raquan sits down with Lamar? Like, yeah, bro, listen, bro. Talk to them talk talk to them about this. Tell them what you want. Hear them. I mean, I, I, don't I know mean who, if who knows who's in Raquan's, you know, circle though. I'm not sure, other than it maybe his closest friend. I'm assuming Roquan is probably a team leader. So if he is, then that means he should have some power in talking to Lamar. Right. I mean, I feel like, I feel like, well, I mean, at one point I did think Lamar should need an agent when he got drafted because he would do some stupid things like off the field, like almost got hurt in a freaking uh, jet ski accident. You know what I'm saying? It's like very stupid. I mean, an decisions. agent can't stop that. Oh no. But I'm saying he was playing like, Pick up football game. He could have broken knee in Florida. I mean, I know he has his kids' foundation in Florida. But I mean, if his mom's part of his representation, she could have told him to calm down. Also, <laughs> Lamar's a grown man. He should know not to put himself at risk like that. <laughs> I know, I know. But I'm just thinking, man. If Lam- if the Ravens don't want to let him go. Yes, they may not want to let him go, but if Lamar has these outrageous numbers in his head, they can't 
they, it's not written anywhere that they have to match Yano, if he wants. Yeah, but definitely, I don't think he's hold. I, I definitely, I truly think that it's it's just the knee injury that's holding him back. I don't think it's a contract situation. I feel like they might get that edged out in the offseason, season. You know. Um, so, do you think he made himself more money this year? Um, for the games he played, I mean, so far up to his injury, I, I don't think he deserves like that whole whole fully guaranteed money he deserves. But I feel like he he raised his stock a little bit. See, I don't. Before he went down, the fact that he got injured again at the end of the year hurt him. The fact that he. It's not, not like playing got, in the playoffs. It's not like he got he. It's not like he got planned on getting injured, though. You know what I'm saying? It's not like his. Right, but I'm just saying. In Baltimore's mind, it's like so. This is the second year in a row. You've gotten hurt at the end of the year. That's something we have to factor in. If Lamar came out, played the whole year, won a couple of games in the playoffs, then he could be like, "Look, look what I did." So bump it up a little. But now it's almost like Baltimore, if they wanted to take some money back, they could be like, look, you keep getting hurt. Like, what are we supposed to do? What was his first – was it the hip? I think – I don't know what his first injury was. Um, uh, it might have been the hip, I think. I it wasn't think so. the knee. I think. And he's a running quarterback. So we're talking hip, talking knee. I, I don't know. He's – so. I mean, I know, I, I know, we did this before, but like, okay, so let's let's revisit this. So, like, if you want to keep, if you're a Raven organization, if you're in a Raven organization, I offer the same thing I offered in the off season. So the one because they million, were they were comfortable in offering that last year. Well, before the do they, season started, do, they, do you think they maybe up it maybe fifty point five million, <laughs> or keep it at fifty million? Guaranteed? I think they start the very same number. See what Lamar says. If Lamar goes no, I mean, maybe they go, okay, so then what are you wanting? If the number is really close, fine. But if it's like way out there, then Baltimore's got to be like, look, I, I don't, I don't be, know what to do it's for It's going to be very, very interesting, um, you know, because obviously we got Brooklyn Smith. He's good at five-year, $100 million. He definitely deserves that. Um, definitely a leader, on the, like I say, on the on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I mean, it was either it was either like you said, it was either franchise tag Raquan sign Lamar, franchise tag Lamar sign Raquan. So they did sign they signed Raquan. So um, I definitely like they that. Probably understood that that was going to be an easy deal to make. Right, right. Um, but yeah, it's going to be very interesting. It's also to see funny that they, he signed his during the season. So he may have been talking to Baltimore all the time. I didn't even know that players can sign right now in the playoffs. I I thought it was you all, can sign whenever you want. It's whether or not oh, really? you want to negotiate. So basically, Lamar can sign before the the, the Super Bowl game if they're in it and get a contract. Yeah, he could literally sign five minutes from now. Yeah, I but mean, I, I think he I, said I, he's I, not negotiating during the season. Right, that's the thing. Although well, he's been hurt, so. That should kind of make it a little different, but yeah, I mean the Ravens. I mean Lamar has, I mean has put the, the team in a predicament, but I thought like a, a deal should should get done in the offseason. I know I think I think March first or seventh is like the trade franchise de- franchise franchise tag deadline. I think I think March or April. 
to get like yeah, a deadline, something, like, a deal, that, yeah. something like that. So in two months from now, so um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I agree. I, maybe they should go back with that same deal. Maybe, maybe fix a little bit of it. Maybe like um, a little bit of it. Hear what Lamar has to say. I mean, what pieces would he like? You know what I'm saying? Um, do you think? Do do you think the answer? Do you think? Do you see Greg Roman off the coach next year? Why shouldn't he be? Once again, they won what eleven games this year, or ten? Yeah, they won ten and seven. That's a pretty good year, and they've made the playoffs each year. He's been there. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't see why you need to change him. Like I said, he's done everything, kind of tailored to Lamar's skill set. And it's not to say like he couldn't, you know, be the offensive coordinator if it was a different quarterback other than Lamar. So yeah, I I don't see why why all the way Roman would leave is if he gets a head coaching job. And I don't think I've heard his name in any of the searches. Well, mainly because they're still playing, right? You know, once they're eliminated or something, does Roman get an interview? I don't know, because I don't know how he's viewed, like outside of Baltimore from other teams. Because they, is he pegged as a guy who would need a Lamar Jackson type quarterback? I don't think so. But I don't know. I just think there's a lot of great candidates out there that I don't know if Roman may he might he might just end up getting looked over this round, but. Yeah, I I feel like Roman will still be there. Yeah. Um. Did we go? Did we go every game? I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. Because we ended with Bengals Ravens, which I mean, obviously you're taking the Ravens. I'm taking the Bengals. That's fine with me, man. I mean, I know your I, I know your choice of going into the show, man. So no surprise, no surprise. Um. Now, before I end the show, let's see. Okay, um, yeah, I mean, that, that does it for today's show. But I do have some exciting news for y'all, all the viewers. Um, on Tuesday, the 24th, um, I know me and Kyle had the Big 3 podcast, but we're going to um, hold my, my show on Tuesday before the Big 3 podcast. And we're gonna have a surprising guest. Um, one of my, um, one of my, one of the, my football school football players. Uh, player, he's got drafted or he declared for the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. His name is Brennan Brennan Ray. He's a five-time All-Conference uh, All-Regional Defensive Back um, from Montclair State Redhawks D three D three school. So I'm gonna be interviewing him on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, get a little insight of, you know, how the NFL, you know, draft combine is and all that thought process and all that, you know, pro days and stuff. So, um, we're going to have him on to have a cool chill conversation. Um, it's, it's going to be cool. It's like, y'all don't want to miss that. I know Kyle might, might want to come up with some questions or might go, go up the dome, this normal conversation, you know. As we as me and you are having a conversation right now, so um, it's gonna be a cool one. Um, like D three players are not really known that you know 
or it, it, like any sport in the D3 like conference. I mean, you think of the D1, D2 schools like, you know, Duke and Alabama and Georgia and like, you know, Syracuse and all those big schools. I mean, I only think of Montclair State as like a player coming. No, NFL is different. NFL, they find you somehow. Oh, they, well, yeah, yeah. Kyle Duggar went to a school I had never heard of. And TCU? Th- no, Kyle Duggar went to like Lenore Rhine, which is a D3 school. And, you know, Belichick drafted him in what was like the third round. And people were just like, what? Who is this guy? Uh, Jerry Rice went to a small school. He went to, uh, what is it? It's like, like Southwestern Alabama or something like that. So the NFL, they they do their homework. I give them a lot of credit for that. You know, NBA is a little different. You're only dealing with like 15 people. So a lot of the time you kind of go D1. But football, somebody, some scout finds a way of noticing you, especially with the combine. That definitely helps smaller school guys uh, because that's where every team is represented and they're just looking at everybody. You know, um, I mean, that would be, I guess, a question because, you know, you have to be invited to the combine, I believe. So that's definitely a question to ask if he's been invited. But um, they usually pretty, they usually cast a pretty wide net in terms of the combine and who goes. So uh, NFL is definitely the, the probably the best league to try to get noticed by somebody. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that Plus, yeah, cool, yeah, seven know. rounds, you know, undrafted free agency and all that. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely cool. I mean, especially a player that came came from my school. So that's pretty big. I mean, I, I think the only player that um, came from Montclair, I think I got to do my research, but I think it was Sam Mills. Um, I, I, I'm not sure if you heard of him. He played on the. Uh, he yeah, played, he's on the he's Saints a, and Panthers. Saints and Panthers. Yep, he's a small linebacker, and not many people mm-hmm. really had really faith in him because of his size, but he. Yeah, he, he, good. he played with he played with heart. He retired, um, and then I think he died from like I think uh, was it cancer? I got I mean I got I got looked that up, but he he passed that away. Like two- sounds right because I remember. Yeah, yeah, he was some a- form of cancer or something like that. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, it's big. So we're gonna definitely interview him, have him on the have him on the show, man. Um, and yeah, it's, it's gonna be a cool experience. So uh, his name for y'all who are viewing it, his name is. Uh, it's called his name is Brennan, Brennan Ray. Um, you know, divisive back five time all conference. So he's he's hey, he's, he's good, man. So, but um, yeah, this will conclude the show. And any final thoughts, Kyle, before we head out? I mean, it's wild card weekend, which uh, I feel like outside of maybe the opening weekend of March Madness. One of the best sports weekends. I mean, I got up this morning to watch, you know, Manchester United versus Man City, the Manchester Derby. So I've been in sports mode all day. And um, I think it's going to be some interesting games today. Really looking forward to Jacksonville and the Chargers because I think that could be the most exciting game of this weekend. And then it could also kind of turn into maybe – because of the inexperience on both sides, it could turn into, I don't know, maybe the most turnover-filled one. Who knows? But I feel like that's 
one to watch. And then I I kind of just threw the whole Hamlin stuff off the top of my head, but I think that'd be a great moment if he, you know, was named like a team captain for the day, walked out there for the coin toss. I think that'd be a really great way to kind of wrap up the story because now that he's out of the hospital and everything, it's like to come full circle that way would be really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a lot of interesting things. And then to end the week, you know, Cowboys, Bucks, you know, you got the brand of the Cowboys, you got the Tom Brady brand. Uh, yeah. It's going to be wild, wild weekend, but I'm ready for yeah, it. Like, yeah, like you said, name, what a what a whirlwind. Uh, I mean, with DeMar, you know, the, the Monday night game. Um, I mean, what what a what a story, man. It's like the fact that, you know, we thought that he might have not have made it. You know, he got CPR, went to the hospital. You know, he's in critical condition for so many days. Um, and then knowing that, you know, hearing constantly signs that, you know, he's has his motor skills working, you know, talking to the doctors, fifth time in his team. Um, it it kind of makes me uh, tear up a little bit. I mean, knowing that, you know, a brother that a brother that we that we that we got is fighting and is alive and doing good. Um, yeah, for sure, man. Actually, the Brennan Ray is texting me right now. But, um, but yeah, man, it, it, it's it's gonna be cool, man. So, um, like you said, like what a what a way Demar um would walk out of the captain with a coin toss, well deserved. I think he had a brand now uh, three. Um, I think the with the with the heart thingy, like his is brand okay. his shirt brand. So. Um, yeah, man. Think the way he got cleared and stuff, and um, he's still part of the team. Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine them, you know, not having him walk out for a captain for a coin toss. Um, so yeah, man. Um, black, black, but like I said, um, next, not this Tuesday, but next Tuesday, the the twenty fourth, because um, the guest he's gonna be doing a games. I think pickup games uh, all all week, Monday through Monday. So. He's busy all week this week, so the 24th he'll be on. Um, we'll have a chill conversation, cool kickback conversation with, with him, and you know what I'm saying? So be, be in tune for that, y'all, and uh, and we are out. Yeah. Wild card weekend. Let's go. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, I, I, think the, I think the live thing was still going. I was like, oh, what? Yeah.